G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through Podcast, where we interview acts current and emerging. This week on the podcast is our biggest episode to date, and we are super excited to get to chat to them. It's Sophie Tucker. They are the masterminds behind tracks like Purple Hat. And drinky. We got to ask everything about their brand new album, Wet Tennis. Now, um, I know we usually only do Australian artists, but when you get an opportunity like this, you can't pass it up. Uh, we have Sophie and Tucker from Sophie Tucker. Guys, how are you going? Hi. Hey. Thank you for the intro. Um, yeah, we, we, we are uh, usually exclusively an uh, Australian podcast, but um, you guys you guys are pretty good and a uh, bit of an understatement, but you have just released um, an album called Wet Tennis. So we thought we'd do a bit of a, um album breakdown. Neil, do you want to do the icebreaker first for me, please? Yeah, we do like to start with a bit of an icebreaker here. Um, and obviously the Wet Tennis album is out now. Um, and I wanted to know... If the vibe of Wet Tennis was a character or a person from any movie or TV show, which character do you think it would be? I love that question. Never gotten that question before. That is a first. Yes. Oh, I amazing. D- I feel I like this is kind of a Tucker. I don't want to blow this, but I have a first reaction. I trust Tucker. We love first Ooh. reactions. Okay. But if you don't, if you didn't watch the show, it will, mm-hmm. it will not hit. Have I watched the show? I don't know. You don't watch any shows. <laughs> That's why I'm giving this one to Tucker. Okay, okay, go for it. I don't know if this was even a big show in Australia, so this could be a total <laughs> flop, but I'm going to say Chuck Pass. <laughs> no? I know of Chuck. Uh, yeah. I know, I know, Chuck, I know of Chuck Pass. Wait, 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 wait. From Gossip Girl. Isn't he, like, not a good guy? No, he's hilarious. I guess he actually... When what? You, when you look back on it, he actually... It's pretty sketchy stuff. But, like, at the time, back in the day, he was like... This is embarrassing. He was like... Funny. <laughs> that? Wet you, tennis? It was wet tennis. Yeah, it was a first reaction. <laughs> he, he's kind of like, you know... How bad's the reboot? Know, maybe I take it back. No, it's, I take it back on Tucker's behalf. <laughs> I, I mean, you, know what, you know who Chuck Bass is? Yeah, like not well. Yeah, but you don't know him well, see? <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't like, I don't uh, think of Chuck Bass and think like, oh, that's so aspirational. I want to write an album inspired by him. <laughs> no, of course not, but never mind. That's the, that's the character <laughs> we're looking for here, you know? Okay, I have one, I have one, I have one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, Can it be movies? Okay. Can it yeah, be movies, Trump? Oh. oh. That Can it be books? Okay, we're gonna just like keep throwing ideas. It can out. be book. Okay, okay, Chuck Bass didn't land. Okay, first I take it back. First one thing for me is have you watched Sex Education? Yes, yes. great show. Okay, the mom. Oh. Oh, hot. That's, yes. I'm oh, sorry. So if I'm definitely with you on that one. Yes. <laughs> what about what about the alien sex girl? <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Wait, that's, we literally went around and everyone got a character from that show. And like obviously I was what's her name? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. What was my I character? Who you were. We watched it together during the during quarantines. Now I'm forgetting. Uh, I, I can't remember. All I remember, Otis, Maeve. I can't. That's kind you of all I remember. Maeve's tight. I'll take Maeve. <laughs> Maeve, she's a bit of a rebel, so uh, <laughs> maybe that works. Um, 
I think we should probably get into some music now, Nell. Do you want to play Original Sin for me? Yep. Now, what do you think this one sounds like? Okay, this is, I don't know if this is a hot take, maybe not, but this sounds like the scene in the movie where they're at the club and it all goes slow-mo and it's like the drunk club montage. That is original sin for me. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. And I I really like kind of how different people visualise songs in their head and especially the people that made them. So I was wondering when you were writing original sin, how was that visually for you? I think we both think in color. So I'm curious what colors Tucker was thinking, but I was thinking like um, a much like richer color, like it's bright, but it's still rich. So it's like emerald or like a deep purple or like a deep blue. I think deep blue. Yeah, I'm probably, if I'm thinking colors, I'm probably thinking deep blue. I think for me that felt a little more like, imagine a sport, like a, like basketball. And then imagine playing it underwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty much well. Deep blue, and then playing basketball underwater. I guess that aligns them together. That's good. Um, <laughs> um, I was gonna say exactly what you were gonna say. Uh, this album has been in the works for three whole years. Was that always the original timeline, or were there any other sort of affecting uh, factors in the three years? I'm gonna guess COVID. <laughs> There's this thing called COVID. <laughs> yeah, we literally, we, so, so we were live streaming during quarantine every single day for hundreds of days. And there is a point where we came on a live stream and we were, this was at the beginning of 2021. And we were like, this year we're going to be putting out our album. We promise. Like no question. Of course. We've been waiting for a year. Of course we're going to put it out this year. Because all of 2020 people were like, when are these songs coming out? Like, can we hear it? <laughs> yeah, it would have probably originally been in like 2020. Mm-hmm. And then, but also it would have been a different album because yeah. we kept writing, kept creating, and we were inspired by the next couple years. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it is what it is. But it's exciting now because we get to tour it. Mm. it's it's um I, I can't really think of anything else that really happened about the pandemic it's not like um the whole world's <laughs> gone through a bunch of shit for two years yeah nah. um i, I want to move on to um forgive me though now can you play that one for me sure thing Now, to me, this is like uh, when when Nell and I were listening to the album, I instantly just went Bridgerton meets Rufus de <laughs> Oh um, my god! And I, I I love that. And the reason is, it's like I've just finished Bridgerton season two, um, so <laughs> you know, so I watched it with mum. So uh, that was a good watch. Um, violins <laughs> are not something I would associate. Hey, did with... you really watch it with your mom? Hell yeah. No, we need to talk about that. Surely not the sexy sex bridges. Season two, though, not right? season one. No way I'm watching season one with mom. No way. I watched that in quarantine in Sydney. So um, that would have been uh, an uncomfortable watch. Um, now, come on, back back to the pod. Um, 
when and how do you kind of like um, incorporate those type of things in the production process? Because I think it makes a song, I really like it, but it's not something you usually hear. Well, first of all, I love the Bridgerton meets Rufus Dussault. Mm. I can see that for Forgive Me. This one was a was interesting because we started it and we had a certain vibe going and we were like, this would be perfect with Mahmoud Orhan, who was like, he, he still is one of our favorite artists. And he mm. just does the this Turkish violin in the sexiest, coolest way. If there was a DJ who would be on Bridgerton, it might be Mahmoud Orhan. That is true. <laughs> yeah. We call him, what do we call him? The Turkish, the Turkish sex machine. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good name. Yeah, yeah that, hey, that could be a character on Bridgerton. <laughs> you said so. <laughs> Season three, get on to it. He doesn't know that we call him that, but but it's true. Um, we, we have no proof of this, but, we, no, but his, I'm sure of it. Though. His room, we, so we were just doing the music video in Turkey and mm-hmm. we come to his house and we're like, wow, your house is so cool. And he's like, you know, obviously English is his second language. And he's like, like, wait till you see my bedroom. And then we go down to his bedroom and it's literally covered just in mirrors, like mirrors on the wall, mirrors on the ceiling, like, like everywhere. All black. And we already called him the Turkish sex machine. Like beautiful, like Japanese on the floor, modern bed, like mirrors angled at the bed. <laughs> so you, you said you didn't know that like he's the sex machine, but like all evidence points towards yeah. like, that you're 100% right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've been calling him that for years before we, mm. was, we saw his house. Well. <laughs> It was, it's that obvious. Yeah, you had to, you'd had to do the research and you've come out with a conclusion. It's, it yeah. seems, it seems, you know, uh, a close <laughs> case to me. Um, you guys in Australia, like we hear your guys' songs and it's always a good track, but sometimes you do them um, in different languages. You have songs in Portuguese and then English um, throughout the album as well. How do you decide, um, how do you decide that? Like, do you hear a beat and go, that's not going to sound incredible in English. Let's do it in, in another way. Or vice versa? Hmm. A it lo- just happened. Yeah. I, a lot of the times things start in Portuguese. I find hmm. it actually to be an easier access point. I just like the way that like Portuguese words, like there's like, it's very vowel based. So it's a lot easier to sing. I find yeah. it's a lot easier to create melodies in Portuguese um so we've actually started tracks in portuguese and then switched them to english um like as a way to find the melody and then once we have the melody then we use english words we've done that before yeah but i think a lot of the time we just we're just making songs you know we're just trying to make our favorite music and uh what comes out comes out and i think sometimes there's a vibe where it feels like this would be so sick with like a Portuguese poem on it. And sometimes mm. it's like, this is this has like a progression and it's like a song and there's gonna be like a verse and a chorus and a pre-chorus and, and that usually you wanna tell a story and I'm not fluent in Portuguese, Sophie is, but I'm not. So I feel like when we wanna tell a story, we're often speaking in English. For sure. Mm. That, that sounds, it's, it's, that sounds really cool that you start there and then move across. I think, I think that's awesome. Um, let's move on to wet tennis. Snell, do you want to play that one for me? Yeah. So what are you waiting for? Won't you come on over? If it's one on one, if it's two on two, I want to play wet tennis all night with you. We can play wet tennis. 
was Wet Tennis always going to be like the head song um, or did it emerge during recording? So we actually had the title of the album before we had written the song. And then we were just playing around in the studio one day. And actually, I, I think what happened is Tucker became another person. Like Tucker was no longer Tucker. And instead he was some like member of like a 70s disco yeah it, something overtook him in sync in the 70s <laughs> and he started singing like bring your hips to life like he started like singing like that and we were and it just like and it, hit. it just hit <laughs> and so we wrote this really weird song and we were like well what what is okay i guess now we and have we a song using, called what we, yeah, yeah we're using the the lyric wet tennis and we had just early i think a couple weeks earlier figured out the album title and we we didn't we're just making stuff i was like can i sing that and not sound really lame like bring your hips to life like i was like (laughs) we tried so hard (laughs) but i feel like we finally landed and it sounds like us and not some character that we put on but it was extremely fun to create the first couple versions of it are pretty silly (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a song full of serotonin though like you just you you hear it and it it just sounds like happiness which i I really love um Mm -hmm. you you describe this as like um wet tennis as like a lifestyle now when i think of a lifestyle i think of like rules to follow so i can you know really embody it if there was one golden rule of like the wet tennis lifestyle what would it be wet tennis is is an acronym like the words spell out an acronym and they spell out when everyone tries to evolve nothing negative is safe and i think that's kind of a rule in itself uh i mean you know a loose that's something to to strive for basically to not get caught in the negative stuff not to get uh you know brought down and stuck in the mud kind of and to always keep evolving and if you keep working on yourself and getting better and stay curious and and are always evolving you're not gonna the negativity won't stick around and I think that's kind of the if there was a like a rule or a law to follow to live that life I think Mm -hmm. I think that's probably it but also just like to have fun to feel yourself to be active to be excitable, enthusiastic. Love it. Love it. Now, oh. last question for me. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, taking that wet tennis mentality into 2022, 2022, 2022. Wow, a lot of 20s. But <laughs> uh, we talk a lot about goals on this podcast. What is the one thing that if you get that done this year, you will be like, oh, feel amazing about it? What's can be musical goal? and can be personal. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. One goal that if we accomplish, we'll be like really, really proud. Yeah. Dream resolution. I want us to stay healthy so we don't have to cancel any shows all year. Oh, yeah. It's tough too with with COVID, and you know, there's so much out of our control these days, and you know. We, we had we had Beethoven the other day. Uh, well, not Beethoven. We didn't have him on. Um, we had someone that wanted to do a Beethoven, um, so, learn something from him. But I think that one's probably harder, staying healthy with, uh, with, with, with the whole time, especially with um, everything that's going on. But I like it. 
Let's think big. Um, Sophie and Tucker from Sophie Tucker. We really appreciate your time and um, we'd, be, we'd be good to see you out in Oz soon. Thank you. Course, thanks for having me. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.